this is uh, uh, in heaven god actually made two lines for the guys and he said to the uh, to the one group and he said make a formal line where where you are the head of the house make a line in this side and then where in the second line he said um, you know where you will you have allowed the woman to be the head of the house you form the line so the line where the men have allowed the woman to be the head of the house was miles and miles and miles and miles and miles so jesus was so shocked and and looking at the line and he looked this line there was just one guy standing there and he was so shocked so he went to this guy gave him a hug and he patted him on the shoulder well then my friend tell me the secret how come you know and he was just looking at himself and he looked at jesus he said i don't know my wife told me to stand here <laughs> anyway lift up your bible uh, and that's not the case with brother sonil and me and you know it's just for a joke okay lift up your bible say this lord jesus uh, influence me this morning um, holy spirit i pray that you will really penetrate your word into your children father and this morning it won't be just another 30 minutes of some kind of lecture or some teaching or some you know cute statements but it will really go deep down in their hearts we thank you father in jesus name amen amen we are continuing the series on uh, the blessedness the beatitudes so we are on the third one so to next week god willing we'll do the fourth and then we'll take a pause so this is the third one and matthew chapter 5 verse 5 it says blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth and i want to tell you this uh, a disclaimer when i started meditating on this i realized my own fragility i have not arrived there yet so when i am sharing this uh, i'm not talking from any uh, point of like are arrived here i'm talking in a place where still god is working in my life this area of meekness because my natural tendency as a tamil natural tendency is to be arrogant to be more like tit for tat that's how i grew up that's how i that's something in dna inside of the old nature so god is working in my life so still the holy spirit is working my life in the area of meekness so i just wanted to highlight that so that it doesn't come across like i got it all so as we've been talking about this um, uh, beatitudes it's an upside down kingdom i told you the kingdom of god is unique upside down and eternal kingdom in this kingdom of god we receive by giving in the kingdom of god we go high by going low in the kingdom of god we conquer by surrendering in the kingdom of god we gain by losing in the kingdom of god we live by dying that's what we've been talking about and we talked about the first uh, one about the blessed or the poor in spirit we talked about the humility and the gentleness and then the second one we talked about the blessed are the one who mourn and it's good to mourn good to go through challenges and when you go through challenges how do you deal with it are you bringing it to the cross or are you running away from the cross we talked about it and i shared my own personal journey how i lost my dad and how the lord restored my 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 relationship with my dad and all those things we talked about it and this morning i just thought of talking about uh, you know the kingdom of god blessed are those who are meek for they shall inherit the um, the earth and it's so interesting to see uh, only here the lord says um, they will inherit the earth and i just have one statement by a, a famous uh, a guy he was not famous when he lived but then his writings became famous is called his name is leonard ravenel i i think i'm going to make that 
statement, then we'll go back. It's, it's up in the screen. A self-sufficient man, a person, do not pray. The self-satisfied person will not pray, and the self-righteous person cannot pray. And uh, we can just uh, look at the screen. Can we read this together? The self-sufficient person do not pray. The self-satisfied person will not pray. And the self-righteous person cannot pray. Because it, it, if you look at this, there's one thing you can see. This attitude of these three categories of people, they don't have any meekness. What is meekness? I wrote down here, it's in the previous slide. Meekness is not weak. Meekness doesn't mean less manly. Meekness is actually godly. You know, this is why God relates. One of the fruit of the Spirit is meekness. In Galatians, we read that. And Jesus makes a stunning statement that only meek inherit. And some translation says possess, or some translation says obtain possession of the land, the earth, the promise. And the opposite of meekness is arrogance. And there is a tendency in our hearts to be arrogant. I don't know about you, but that's something us, you know, tit for tat. We wanted to be proved to something like we are better than others. Now, even when we are with our friends, we just... Uh, Mama Heidi Baker posted a Facebook post. I kind of shared that. And she's, she was on her Bible on the floor, leaning, leaning down, and this the post. It's a long post. And she's talking about how every time in our life, we everything Bible says don't do anything out of selfish ambition but sometimes we even post things on our Facebook or sometimes we want to tell world that we are doing really well you know everything is going well we take a good family picture we say we had a beautiful cheesecake party birthday and but then what's going on inside we don't we don't talk about it and then even in the ministry I mean we uh, that's one of the things the Holy Spirit even dealing in my own heart like just don't tell the world everything is going well but there is also a journey of brokenness. And, and, and she was, when she wrote that, I just related, resonated in my heart like, man, you know, how many times we try to pretend or we even, even among our friends, we wanted to make sure that we are there. We got it all. But then we know deep inside we are, we are mourning, we are struggling in the area. or It could be anything. So this is what Psalms 37 says. The meek in the end shall receive and inherit the earth and delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So I was looking at this word meek and the meek basically means uh, it's, it's the gentleness of the Lord Jesus. And Moses was one of the guys who the Bible says he was so meek and he became a friend of God. God talked to him face to face. And I, I just felt in my heart to talk about what is meekness, how can we cultivate this meekness. And as I told you, as the beginning of the sermon, I have not arrived at all. So I have just in the journey of this meekness, so I, I hope you give me the grace when, you, when I share this, that it won't be like, oh, does, does he have it? Don't, don't have the doubt. I'm in the journey of this meekness. So let's see how the Lord leads all of us together. So I wrote down here this question, how to grow in meek, so as the Lord promised, we will inherit the land. See, there is one thing, if you read all these eight Beatitudes, there is only one verse the Lord says, you will inherit the land. And there is a divine possession God wants to give to us. And so it's not only the geographical, natural thing, but also spiritually, even Psalms 2 eight says, ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Amen. So let's uh, uh, talk about it in the first one. 
the meek person depends more on god's guidance than his or her own wisdom and how many times we can honestly say sometimes we thought my idea we got it but then at the end of the day it's we we got screwed up big time any anyone i mean just the only hand okay two or three fine thank you it's just it's sometimes we feel like oh i got it man i know if i do this this and this this formula if i apply this even as a missionary for the last 21 years like i sometimes think okay if i make this contact if i write this newsletter if i talk to this person this funds will come but exactly opposite and because the lord wants to deal in the in the in the area of i wrote down here it's not about codependence it's not about independence it's interdependence and the founder of the organization i worked and i cherished a lot youth with a mission lauren cunningham he said this very profoundly i lean on jesus if he moves i fall down and that constant dependency on jesus the constant trust of jesus and even though uh, this is the reality as we grow in the lord as we grow in the lord the influence rises up luke 252 god gives you favor and stature and one you will want favor before god and as you grow there is a tendency is for all of us there is a tendency to insulate ourselves with people whom we like and exclude people whom we don't like as we grow as we grow in favor because you get to your place where you get your degree you get your posting you get your job you kind of you come to a place where you say you know what now i choose who i want to relate with but sometimes god puts people in our lives this is not the time to turn and look at your wife or something but this <laughs> that's not the point here but sometimes god will put people in your life in such a way that you will know that you will know this person is taking i mean excuse my word the crap out of your life because this will help you to lean more on christ in any anyone can respond on that sometimes it's like he brings you a, a colleague or somebody who a friend or even your roommate i mean i had you know even in my dts i had a roommate i mean he was the more discipleship happened not on the class in the bedroom in the dormitory because it's the annoying it's tough you this do something that it makes you feel like aggravated any anyone yes it's like why because this is where the meekness comes the meek person he leans more on the guidance of god than on his own wisdom let's read some scripture psalm proverbs 3 7 it says don't think this is from the passion version don't think for a moment that you know it all for wisdom comes when you adore him with an undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong undivided what does that mean that means i am not just a monday christian sunday christian i am undividedly committing my life to every single area of my life that's the thing in other words some translation new living i'm not sure it's up on the screen it says don't be wise in your own eyes fear yahweh and depart from evil and e stanley jones says evil if you look at evil the word evil if you flip it it's live and if you if you anything that doesn't make you live is evil i don't know whether you heard about e stanley jones he wrote a autobiography he got a biography on gandhi it's amazing you should read him okay number 2 uh, a meek person what is a meek person depends on he depends more on god's power than his or her own skills job job 37:5 says god's voice is glorious 
in thunder. We can't even imagine the greatness of his power. You know, we live in a culture where we want to show sex, salary, status, passion, position, possession. We, we live in a place where we wanted to prove to the world that we have something that others don't have. God's power. Like our power or our influence or our titles or our job. But the Holy Spirit is saying here, even in Psalms 86, 34, tell everyone about God's power. His majesty shines down on Israel. His strength is mighty in the heavens. When we come to make ch ch you know, ch uh, choices, do we lean on God's guidance? Do we lean on the anointing and the power of God? You know, last night I got a phone call uh, from a friend of mine. He lives in Gujarat, and he's a Malu guy's dad. Went there and started a church, and he and his friend, uh, he's from his friend is from Himachal Pradesh, and uh, and he suddenly fainted and fell down, but his head knocked in a very serious place and and then they took him to the ICU and they found it's a brain hemorrhage or something and and he was and the doctor said he's on life support and maybe he will he will not make it and he called me and said this guy is really poor and can you s you know consider sending an offering and we sent from papa's house we sent some offering and few hours later he went to be with the lord he's a young 18 year old kid and sometimes you don't know and you feel like so fragile. Why things like this happens? But that's where you need to lean on, more on God's guidance, more on God's power. And the other girl, she was only four years old, and he's actually, a, uh, he, he's an Indian, but he married a Latino. They live uh, in, in Karnataka. He's a doctor. And his daughter was four years old, fell from the first floor, and she became unconscious. She was in ICU for 10 days, and even, he was the doctor in that same hospital in Bangalore. And they all gave hope. But he started praying, praying, praying. And now she's out of ICU. Now she's back in the ward. And they say they're going to be discharging her very soon. So you see two situations. One we prayed, the same prayer we pray for another one. Sometimes things happen to someone which we don't know. We don't understand. But that's where we don't take, you know, things for granted or things you know in our hearts but lean more on god's power and say yes lord you know my skills can do stuff but more than that i lean on your power i lean on your guidance i lean on your anointing i lean on your uh, way of doing things so third one a meek person depends more on god's communion and provision than his or her human support and help this is what a meek person does he doesn't just take okay uh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, but lean every day on the communion of God. What is communion? It's a common union. That's what, we're going to have communion here, but it's it's in First Corinthians 11, talks about every day, that's the Paul says, like when you come together, you talk and you pray, you don't just come with strife, you just leave everything. Remember what Christ has done. That's what in, in Ephesians 4 says, be careful, don't have allow the anger and bitterness let the Holy Spirit will re release you into your place of healing. Isaiah 53, I, I like this verse in Amplified Version. It says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement, the needful to obtain peace will, and well-being was us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. The little Hebrew I know, the word called chabar, which is the word means uh, intertwined. 
you and God are intertwined. In his wounding, we find healing. That is the Passion Version so beautifully says. In his wounding, we find healing. And look at this verse from that. He's more on God's communion. So that if you have strife, family challenges, marital challenges, individual challenges, relation challenges, you come with that and union, common union. You come with union with God. Instead of saying, I got it. I can make it. I have overcome the last time. You know, this is the constant interdependency with the Holy Spirit. Let's read one more scripture. I've written down at least two scriptures for each so that it doesn't have, um, you know, we don't need to just rush through. Okay, John 6.33 and says, The bread that God gives is the one who came down from heaven to give life to the world. So are we taking the bread, the life, every day? Or are we just taking only on Sunday? This communion, common union, it should be not just on Sunday. It's not just on, on, on particular events. It's every day. And that's why I encourage people, every friends of mine I meet, I talk to them, spend at least five minutes as a family together to just pray together, sing together, talk about it, you know. You open the bread and wine, I mean, grape juice. Um, that's what Tamil Bible says. Jesus turned the water into grape juice. Uh, so sad, isn't it? Anyway, but that's another part. <laughs> but, you know, open the bread and the wine and share and talk and just remember what Christ has done because constant awareness of the kingdom helps us to be less sin conscious and more God conscious. Amen? And this is the thing. Like, every single time, a meek person depends more on God's communion and provision than his or her human support and help. And I remember... As a missionary, we live by, you know, by faith. And sometimes you write your newsletter, you send to friends. And honestly, the times that I thought this particular friend, this particular contact will release an offering, failed. Unknowingly, miraculously, the Lord opened doors. We made a beautiful video presentation. We tried to go and present to some churches. We thought they're going to make a big donation for this school. Nada. Maybe like thousand dollars or whatever that's it we haven't even seen a lady she went through the city of Velour many years ago and the Holy Spirit said this place there's going to be a school will come few years later she came to know through somebody about us they released more than thirty thousand dollars <laughs> can you believe it's like we haven't even seen it's through whatsapp we are talking Ways of the Lord are always mysterious. But that's what the, the book of Hosea says in verse 14. The ways of the Lord are always right. Amen? Okay, look at verse, no, no, fourth one, the meek person. Are we learning something? So, the fourth one, the meek person trusts God's timetable for his or her promotion. It's very important. Whether you don't push your way inside, don't try. You know, and one of the things the Holy Spirit is dealing in my own heart, like, you don't need to promote yourself. You just stay faithful, committed, even if it is one person, ten person, hundred. Just faithfully do because it's the audience of one. You just faithfully do. That's it. Psalms 31.10 says, My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Exodus 3.11. Look at this verse, amplified one. It's a bit longer, but it's beautiful. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Amen. Whatever it is, finances, future, children, education, you know, whatever you want to get, 
married everything write it down all those things everything beautiful in its time he also has planted eternity in men's heart and minds a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages which nothing under the sun but god alone can satisfy isn't it beautiful nothing under under the sun but god alone can satisfy it so that the men cannot find out what god has done from the beginning to the end how many of you can testify this there are divine miraculous way god has done which words human reasoning has no way to understand yes this is what it says a meek person he trust that god will bring people in his life meek person will trust my promotion my time is in the hands of god if you try yourself like joseph he even tried hey when you go up there tell the king he forgot for 2 years remember the story and then at the end of the day boom and the guy from prisoner he became a national hero so i want you to encourage you to think about it am i meek every time you feel like i want to promote myself and i told you this testimony of mine i used to promote myself by telling i'm sharing what god is doing in me and through me on my facebook on instagram on social media like oh i checked in into this airport flying to you know norway preaching the gospel but then you'll take a nice selfie of yourself in in a lounge or somewhere and you get 100 200 likes and one day the holy spirit said this is some luke 10:2 says harvest is plenty the labors are few so i have an alarm for that mm. anyway and one day the holy spirit said you're just elevating yourself man and it's just promoting yourself and it took me a long time to understand that i was doing it on a different reason not on you know you can deceive yourself a lot of time so the holy spirit kind of took me to the cross because that's where you get crucified amen <laughs> it's not a easy place but that's where you get crucified and and then now i don't even post and can i tell you something it's so beautiful he takes us more places more doors opens when you keep giving glory and honor to god amen so don't don't elevate yourself trust god's timetable and he will open doors you know it may be a financial breakthrough it may be a, a children's education it could be a, you know something that's in your workplace it could be your future whatever it is let god promote you i like leo yungle anybody heard about leo yungle he always does like that when he prays yeah he said my breakthrough came when i was 47 years old i was just praying in my couch in my little church nobody knows today when you talk about prayer today you you talk about leonardo like leonardo ravenel when he lived there in this in the 20th century nobody knew him he was just an ordinary pastor but then the writings he wrote on prayer so one of the things that i just showed you this is the thing so i want to challenge you don't strive for a promotion let christ exalt us number 5 a meek person gives the vengeance back to god and trust him for his or her vindication that's why moses even said lord if you want to block out my name take out my name at least allow these people romans 12:19 says do not take revenge my dear friends but leave room for god's wrath for it is written it's mine to avenge i will repay says the lord first samuel 26:11 this is david talking but the lord forbid that i will stretch out my hand against the lord's anointed instead take the spear and jug by his head and let us go 
this is an interesting verse because david almost had in tamil they say avan kudumi en kaiyil irukku have you heard that thing which is basically <laughs> i don't know how to translate this basically his hair is in my hand you know basically I'm, i have his whole life under control but david had a moment like this but he chose not to and this one thing i would want to encourage you as a, as a as a brother as a pastor as an encouraging i want to tell you don't take another person especially the work in the ministry don't try to accuse somebody else leave it in the hands of the lord if you might be bible says test everything take everything that is good avoid nasty stuff first thessalonians 5 says okay i'm paraphrasing but that's what it means test everything take what is good but avoid stuff that is not nice but don't go around and criticize and say that pastor fell down this pastor do that you know but just pray and seek the lord you know sometimes one of my guru last night i was telling my brother we only sin and judge so, sorry we only judge who sins differently than others like we only we we, we we don't judge someone who sins same like us we only judge someone who sin differently than us so that's what many times we do like if i have a problem if i have a if i get up in the morning 5 o'clock in the morning and i pray every day or 5 5:30 which is something that's normal routine but somebody gets up at 7 and pray you will say somebody this is why because we know we are doing it in our own strength but then we will never talk about some issues which is my weakness where like i was i talked to you in the beginning like naturally my arrogant spirit like a tamil culture i am right i am defensive na tamil and you know all those things sometimes we never judge that why because that's our blind spot so i want to challenge you do not stretch your hand towards the lord's anointed which is the lord's anointed it's not just the pastors it's somebody even in your friends even somebody a man of god a someone who's you know i'm not saying you have to put up with all their sin or challenges but just don't go around and say this man is wrong that man is wrong this ministry is doing that that man is just pray for them intercede for them look at this verse jeremiah 51:36 therefore this is what the lord says behold i will plead your case and take your vengeance on your behalf we have a great inheritance in the in the father if you agree with the mind of the lord and you say i'm just going to give my heart to god i remember two weeks ago when i shared about um the hurt i said god never waste your hurt amen god never waste your hurt give your hurts to god but don't take that vengeance don't try to say you know like spiritual um annihilation i'm going to pray and i'm going to make sure this person changes you know no just leave it to god bless that person if there is a way to god go and ask him our forgiveness go and ask forgiveness but that's it but don't dwell there don't allow this bitterness you know and last but not the least i think it's written there in number 6 one a meek person is not defensive but teachable and not focused on his or her rights but focused on being right this is a culture where we live in my rights dr ravi zakaria says that everybody wants to know about right and left but there you forgot up there is an up and down we all talks about rights but we forgot there is a up and there is a down there is a transcendental view there is a god who sees everything and there is a reward for those who trust in him and sometimes 
we focus so much on our rights and i do that that's why it's beginning of the sermon i said it's not like i got it all sometimes we say i want my rights this is my rights you know you can sue you know there are so many cases in states based on like suing you can sue if you stare at someone they can sue you also in states like that if you if you keep staring and they say no this person stared at me for 10 minutes i got into a emotional uh, psychological uh, you know trauma so i need like 200000 dollars to overcome that literally i mean it's it's so weird i mean there's there's, there's some lawsuits in states are so funny there's a lady who filed for uh, a lawsuit on her husband because the guy snored so loud she it almost uh, disrupted her sleep so she could not concentrate on her work she sued her husband for a million dollar mcdonald's coffee spill on one lady she got a million dollar because she said it doesn't say hot so that's why if you look at every cup in states you go there the beverage about you're about to enjoy is extremely hot it's a hot coffee da it's it, you know this is the thing i mean so I, i i'm not trying to be funny here but this is what the word says in philippians 2 do not do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but humility count others more significant than ourselves have you ever seen the movie gandhi the old movie gandhi you have seen nobody only two of us three please do yourself a favor watch that movie it's a old movie takes 3 hours and this is the beautiful scene where jinnah gandhi and everybody was talking nehru they were talking about who's going to be the first prime minister and the servants are standing there with a the cup of chai they cannot intervene they're just standing there because in the nehru lives in a comes from a royal family so they're standing there and gandhi gets up from his seat you know it's so sad there's no indian to act like a Gandhi had have to find a british guy <laughs> anyway but that's another story he goes there brings this cup of coffee tea or whatever and then he hands out to jinnah he hands out to nehru and he hands out and people are like so confused like and then when he gave it to jinnah he says i don't mind you become our first prime minister we don't want to even to have a indian indian hindu prime minister but nehru was and you can see his face was going really weird but this is what desire of gandhi if you look at the history he never decided that pakistan wants to be out of our country because this this is what i want to challenge you like whenever you do things do you think the best for others or you say it's just me i want to get out of everything you know this is one thing i'm learning especially in india when you stand in the line there is no line you know suddenly some people cut through and and uh, this times uh, these times we are blessed because we have some friends in cmc so they kind of help us before when i came 2010 nobody you stand in the line suddenly some people cut through and i want to speak in tongues not the tongues in the church but different kind of tongues you know and it's like and the holy spirit is like you know what this verse philippians 2 it's very simple verse but it's so powerful it says do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves proverbs 15:2 conceited people this is good news translation so beautiful conceited people do not like to be corrected they never ask for advice from those who are wiser ah 
Look at this verse again. Conceited people do not like to be corrected. They never ask for advice from those who are wiser. And somehow we arrived here. I don't know how we arrived. It's, we arrived to a place where we think we know it all. But no, honestly, we don't know it all. That's why we need you. I need you. You need me. It's a co, you know, interdependence. Pride at, at its root is insecurity. I wrote down here. Because of pride, people act as if they know it all. Every time when you people person says, I know it all, there is a lack of humility, which is root is insecurity. Because what if they come to know that I don't know? Can I tell you something? Last night I was talking to Prithi and he was asking questions. And I have to say, you know, some of them, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. You know, because it's not like a pastor guards it all. No. None of us have it all. But together we have it all. Amen. Can you look at someone? This I have said this before. I need you. You need me. Amen. 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 I need you. You need me. Beautiful. Last but not the least. We're going to finish this uh, series. Um, I mean, this particular teaching. A meek person knows God is sovereign and therefore fears no evil. There is something about sovereignty of God that nobody can underestimate it. Nobody can underestimate it. Psalms 115.3 says, But our God is in heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Amen. He's a sovereign father. The sovereignty of God, many times we don't understand. And, and Psalm, Isaiah 43, 13 says, Even from the eternity I am he, and there is none who can deliver me out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? 43, 15, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Psalms 121, 2, My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. Amen. The sovereignty of God. What is sovereignty of God? That means that I can never do this on my own strength. I trust in the divine sovereign power. For six months, six months to get ED, the, bill, the file was just sitting there because we didn't want to give them bribe. And I said to the Lord, if you don't do it, I can't do it. That's it. And he called, the guy called, we have to close this case. Can you at least provide lunch for those guys? We will bring the light. We will bring the electricity. I said, I will not just produce lunch. I can give you biryani. And they made it for us. Every single time when you run out of your strength, remember the sovereignty of God. Amen. Remember the sovereignty. He can do it. Any broken marriage, any relationship, he can bring it. Even to your point when I'm about to get married with Eunice, uh, she had cold feet. You heard about the term cold feet? No? Happy feet you heard because that's a movie. But that's different. It's cold feet. Cold feet is basically they go weird and they said, oh no. And she came to a point where cold feet. You can ask. I'm not exaggerating trying to be evangelistic or something. But she said this. Charles, you don't have a salary. You don't have a job. How are you going to provide? I mean, it's every girl's prayer and desire that you know you don't marry some vacuum or whatever you just you want to make sure that the girl, guy is capable of and I remember only one thing I said to my room and that time I, I was there I was about to get 
married in a month's time. And she's saying, I don't know. I went to my room. I said, Lord, you know me. You've called me by name. Since when I was 18, you said, follow me. I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Lord, here I am. You gave this precious girl. I don't even deserve this girl. You gave. You brought her into my life. I don't know what to do. But all I can do is I can trust in your sovereignty. It took her a few days. And she said, you know what? I need to share this with you because sometimes that's how I feel. That's why my family is asking, you're following a guy, you're going to a nation. That guy doesn't even have a job. He doesn't have a house. He doesn't have bank balance. How is it going to happen? But 10 years almost down the road, there was not one day the Lord was unfaithful. Amen. Sovereignty of God. This is why Isaiah says in a beautiful way in Isaiah 61, it's one of my favorite scriptures, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. You, not sovereign. The one who lives in you is sovereign. You, kaput. The one who lives in you is capable. You, messed up. The one who lives in you, turn your mess into a message. You, can't do anything on your own. That's why John 15 says, apart from me, you can do nothing. But the sovereignty in me makes me fruitful. Amen? Make sense? This is what the Bible says. Those who are meek will inherit the earth. Amen? Let's go through this quickly, the seven things. And before we, the seventh one, a person who knows God is sovereign. Therefore, he fears no evil. Number one. A person, a meek person depends more on God's guidance. Can we say this? Let's do it together. A meek person depends more on God's guidance than his or her own wisdom. Number two, a meek person depends more on God's power than his or her own skills. A meek person depends more on God's communion and provision than his or her human support and help. A meek person trusts God's timetable for his or her promotion. A meek person gives the vengeance back to God and trust him for the vindication. A meek person is not defensive, but teachable, and not focused on her or his rights, but focused on being right. And last but not the least, a meek person knows God is sovereign, and therefore fear no evil. The Bible says, be